I've been seeing them everywhere, at my friends' places, at my friends' parents' places. They come in all sorts of color, even with flowers. They strike poses in magazines, on billboards in the subway, at the movies, on social networks. What's with all this passion for Togo sofas? So, if I start my research and type in Togo, Ligne Rosée, what do I get? Lemonde.fr The Togo, adored by the hippie generation, is today a true fashion icon. It's sold over 1.5 million pieces in the last 50 years. Or on the Air website. Back in the day, a young French designer got their inspiration for this model from a toothpaste tube folded back on itself. If I type Togo News Report. Today, I'm going to tell you the story of the Togo couch, designed by Michel Ducorois in 1973. It stands as easily in the lobby of the Standard Hotel in Los Angeles as it does in Lenny Kravitz's living room in Paris. Oh yes, apparently Lenny Kravitz has loads of Togos. What about Instagram? Marion Gruber, a.k.a. Fringe and Frange. Wow, she's got 142,000 followers. Not bad. She is a fashion and design influencer and takes a lot of pictures of her Togo, her home, her life with her children. She lives in Osgore near the ocean, and that's my region. What if I sent her a message? A few days later, I'm on a train heading to Saint-Vincent-de-Tiros in the middle of the Lawns Forest. And when I walk out of the station, there she was, blonde hair, a California look and a big smile. Marion, Marion, we are in your Jeep. Yeah, I'm very Jeep, you know. What's funny about this car is that when I was young, I made a list. And it said, when I grow up, I'll live in California, I'll have a husband, a dog, two kids, okay, I have three, and a Jeep. Check, check, check. And we are driving on some small countryside roads. Yeah, we're driving through the long forests. And later, we are going to Osgore. We are going to go see the ocean. Exactly. Exactly. Salut, le chien. Hi, dog. <laughs> yes, it's a microphone. You're so cute. Should we take a seat? Yes, let's sing down. So this velvet togo, it's sound color. What do you have? We've got a corner seat and a three-seater. What does the togo mean to you? Well, when we bought the house, we didn't have a togo, but we said we needed one right away. The house has a very specific architecture. It's a bit cold with the steel and everything. So we wanted to add some softness and warmth and comfort. We created so many memories in these sofas, you know, like the first cuddles with our babies when they were born. All the family time we spent watching movies, curled up on the couch, under a blanket. It's kind of a group blankie. Yes, exactly. The Togo is a family blankie. 
With this couch, there's no need to worry about the kids hurting themselves on a wooden armrest or something. It's almost like a playground object for them in the living room. I'm going to show you something, Marion. This guy called Anthony Vincent photographed four influencers, each on a togo, and he wrote, if influencers don't buy a togo catch, do they die? I saw four on YouTube today alone. Well, I don't think you'll die if you don't have a togo, but clearly you'll be missing out on something. Comfort. How do you explain this togomania compared to the other trends you follow? Well, there's a lot of history behind it, so that's interesting. And it's very distinctive visually. So for us image makers, it's easy to play around with the togo. It always looks good. I also think the Togo has something very feminine about it in its posture, its shapes, its folds. It almost looks like skin. You know, those beautiful images of huddled up women shown unphotoshopped with all the lines on their stomachs. The Togo reminds me of that. Why do you think it sells more than ever, actually? The reason simple. Despite its wrinkles, it hasn't aged. When we ask our children what it is, they say a togo, not a couch. But it's also a state of mind, because I feel like it's a certain community of people that have togos. People look very cool sitting on it, so maybe the coolness makes the person sitting on it cool. Mm-hmm. I left Marion, and back in Paris, I started fumbling around again. I found a very beautiful exhibition catalogue called Moby Boom. Oh, I get it. It's a word play on the expression baby boom, to tell the story of how design exploded in France post-war to 1975. We are strolling through some very ultra design, a bit like at Marion Gruber's, but more colorful, with plastic lamps, funny foam chairs, very low coffee tables, psychedelic tapestries, and, bingo, a togo. So, I got straight to it and set up a meeting with the chief curator of the contemporary design department. Her name is Dominique Forest, and she opened the doors to the Museum of Decorative Arts for me. Where are you taking us, Dominique Forest? So we're going to the modern and contemporary exhibition rooms. All right, let's go. It's not too chaotic. No, it's okay. Let's go first into the room dedicated to the 60s and 70s. In this room, we showcase several pieces that highlight this new way of sitting, which is very low down, very new compared to previous chairs and sofas. And so, Dominique Forest, here we have a Ligne Rosé Asmara couch designed by... Bernard Gauvin. Would you like to have a couch like that in your living room? Yes, very much so. It's tremendous because you can adapt it to any location. And the idea of having something that is both a seat and also a couch, I think it's great. And then along came Ducarrois, 
created the Togo, the Cali and other cultures. Yes, other cultures. And the Togo. The Togo is very famous now and continues to be produced with different fabrics. It's become a classic. It's only made of fabric and foam, whereas before and up until the 50s, there was always a wooden structure. This kind of furniture encourages the use of colour. Much stronger colours appeared with the dawn of plastic materials and, of course, very low seats. This new aesthetic was linked to a new way of seeing life in society. There was a desire to break the codes of the old classical style of furniture. Why do you think this period of post-war boom became the golden age of design in France? There was this desire for modernity. It was all driven by a major lifestyle renewal. People wanted to live in a more laid-back atmosphere and wanted to sit in a more relaxed way. Also, new spaces appeared after the war, such as the television corner. So there was this idea of sitting next to a coffee table or in a different way, new materials. Okay. Dominique Forest explains to me that starting in the 60s, the French wanted modernity and casualness. In 1973, our Togo culture arrived, but in what context? What was going on in France that year? France Inter, il est 19h. The Paris stalks on Vietnam have stalled. The four belligerents are conferring separately. There's the oil crisis. Following the decision of Arab oil-producing countries to immediately cut production by 25%. We spoke yesterday about a manifesto in favor of free abortion signed by 390 doctors. A government bill allows abortion. Nearly 200 walkers from Renault. A small group of strikers are blocking the tack room. And a car without upholstery is no car at all. In the current era, the household arts fair is the showcase of a booming economic sector, which is, of course, transforming the daily lives of our wives by offering them new possibilities. I was going to say, excuse me, the word is a little dangerous, a new possibility of liberation. Now is a glorious time for color orange. I believe all objects, or 90% of objects today, are orange. It is, I think, fashion trend. I come out of the Museum of Decorative Arts as if I was living another world. The old one. My parents' world. With Dominique Forest, we went back in time. In my research, I came across the name of Jacques Seguela several times. Remember? He was the king of trendy and provocative advertising in the 80s. He was of course on the case, and created important campaigns for Ligne Rosé, particularly for the Togo. From the Museum of Art Deco to Segala's office in Puteaux, you just go straight ahead. It's a direct line on the metro. When I arrived at the foot of the building, Jacques Segala offered me a coffee and said, 
You want to understand the success of the Togo? Oh, I'll tell you everything. It was a great era. So, I hand in my microphone and holding nothing back, he spits out a swear word and a slogan. Merde. Merde de design, c'est la reconnaissance du design français. Merde to design. It was the recognition of French design. People wanted to put this growing young French design scene into the spotlight. It meant to hell with conventions. There was that ad you did with the Rousseguela Agency in 74, the Gallery of Ancestors. Ah, yes, I remember that one. It was great. It was my first ad for Ligne Rosé. I remember it as if it were yesterday. The tagline was the Gallery of Ancestors and a rosé seat. Why not? On the wall, you can see all the older styles, and the togos symbolize the future. We see a woman, today obviously there would be a woman and a man. The togo was a trendsetter for flexibility, for comfort, for cool and camaraderie. You're at ground level, but you have high hopes. It's the creation of a universe where people can meet and exchange ideas. You're bringing married life and social social life back to their true level, which is ground level. When you're sitting on the floor next to Mitterrand, you can't call him Mr. President anymore. You call him François. This way of lowering the seating puts everyone back at the same level and democratizes, and democratizes things. Togo is a social icebreaker because everyone is the same. And by the way, all tomorrow's board meetings will be on Togo's. What would you do today, Jacques Seguela? If Antoine Rosé came to you and said, make us an ad for the Togo, what would it be like? I would put my couch in a big space, and in the middle of the couch, I would take the most beautiful dog in the world and have it sit on the couch. Why? Because dogs aren't allowed to climb on the couch, so I'd choose to climb on the couch. And that's the spirit of merde to design. That's advertising. That's the difference. That's what's lacking in advertising today's creativity. The poetry that was so present in the 80s and the beginning of the 90s, and that went away with all the different crises. So, you still believe in the strengths of ideas. You're sure you're not wasting your time? Not at all. Advertising is first and foremost the strength of ideas. Each ad should be both a truth serum and an immortality serum. What's the only way to create eternity for a brand? Give it a soul, because the soul is the only eternal thing on earth. So my job is to give it a soul. What's Ligne Rosette's soul? The ad should express it, which is why I put a dog on the Togo to break the rules. Le Togo, c'est simple. Lui, il est né en 73. The Togo was born in 73. You did the ad in 74. It will probably survive us. So that makes you kind of immortal, too. Sure. That's because this couch has a soul. It represents young people's new way of life. After a fascinating discussion, I got stuck on this sentence. Togo has been telling the story of how young people live for 50 years. 
Either it grows older but remains the idol of each generation, or perhaps it never grows old. It's eternal. It's like the Grandmaster Yoda of sofas. Since it comes from the past, it reassures young people. It has stories to tell them. And we take these stories everywhere we go. To go, to go. Remember Marion, who lives in Osgore. Together, we went to see the ocean and facing the horizon, we travel on our couch. Marion. On est face à l'océan. We are at the beach. Ouais. On est sur la plage des Estagnos. C'est ma plage préférée. Yes, we're on Estagno Beach, my favorite beach. There are some surfers in the distance. Ces grandes étendues de sable. These large dunes of blown sound. It's typical of the Atlantic coast in France. C'est ce qu'on aime ici, en fait, dans les Landes. Yes, totally. Cette étendue, cette place. That's what we like in this region, space. C'est ce qui nous fait un peu penser aux plages de Californie, du coup. It reminds us of Californian beaches. Tu te sens libre ici, non? You feel free here, don't you think? We left Paris halfway on the way to our American dream. We thought we'd come to French California. The place in France that looks the most like California is the southwest, and for us it was the ideal nesting place to settle with a small family. So soon we'll be leaving with three children in our arms. And head to California, the real one. And we're going to the real California, because it turns out that when you have a dream... It's hard to let go of it. So, what's going to happen in Los Angeles? Are you bringing your togos? Of course. We're taking the togos because it's like our house totem. If we've got the togos, we know we're home. <laughs> Apparently, the togo is a huge hit in LA. That's incredible. Everyone wants one. It's the French touch in your home. You and your family, you'll be arriving in Los Angeles with your French touch. Ah, yes, totally. We're made in France. I always say. California girl with a French accent. So we're going to try to juggle between these two cultures that we love. We're big fans of the alternative rock scene that was born in Los Angeles. So since our first time there 15 years ago, we know that's where we need to be. Surfing the Togo, quoi. Togo all the way to California. See you soon. Let's go to California about the Togo. Hey Marion, are you selling us the American dream? You think I'm just gonna keep surfing the internet when I could be surfing on the West Coast? Let's see. Paris-Los Angeles, a 12-hour flight, and apparently it's Togomania over there. So, should I stay or should I toggle? 